Hello and welcome again to the First Year Experience Podcast. My name is Dr. Jose Saldivar. And this week we're returning to our four-letter word series. In the past we've looked at fear. Um, we're going to be looking at other words like math and how math brings a certain amount of anxiety to our students. Today we're talking about work and the experiences of students um, that uh, choose to work during their first year. Um, what are some of the challenges, some of the pitfalls? Uh, I remember as an undergraduate, uh, I had work study, and so I worked my first year, and even though I worked on, on campus, I still struggled to, to sort of find a balance between how much work is too much work and, um, and where, how, to, how to balance my studies. And so I'd like to, uh, I'm going to allow our guests to introduce themselves, uh, and we're going to go around the table, beginning here on, on my right. Hi, it's Cynthia Saldivar, first year coordinator. Hello, I'm Kimberly Servin, and I am a student uh, advisor here at the university, and I'm currently a junior. Jaime Villanueva, I'm the senior program co coordinator for career education and the Career Center Umbrella. All right, thank you all. Thank you all for joining us today. So, work. You know, I, I don't know what the statistics are, but if you had to put a, a number on it, Jaime, mm -hmm. what percentage of our students do you think work? First-year students. You know, I, I would say at least one-fourth of students up to maybe half, uh, whether it's a part-time or full-time uh, position. Uh, but uh, I think that it's, it's important that students find an opportunity, and specifically I know we're going to gauge our conversation to working here on campus, mm -hmm. um, which I think for us at least at, at the university level, we know what the priority is, and priority is to, for, the, for our students to graduate within the four years. Um, and there's a lot of flexibility, and I think Kim can attest to the flexibility when she has a test and when she has a study. Um, so our work schedule is a lot more flexible because the priority for us is the students graduating within the, the four-year uh, timeline. Well, that, that being said, I, um, you, know, you said maybe a quarter of our students are working. Um, do you, would you say the majority of them are working off campus? That's a good question. I would say yes. Uh, we have a lot of students that do uh, work on camp, off campus. Um, but what I think what strikes me the, the most is when students have worked in both entities, mm -hmm. outside campus and in ca on campus, um, the different perspectives and environments uh, come to play. And, uh, you know, again... Uh, Kimberly can attest to the differences in, in the environments, and uh, I think, uh, I guess it's, for them it's a fresh perspective as to, um, you know, really engaging in their learning, but also learning some skill sets and experiences that when they're about to graduate, they can transition into mm -hmm. a full-time career path, so. Oh, definitely. So, Kim, you're a... Uh... Tell, tell me about your position here on campus. What do you? What is it that you do? Right now, I'm a student advisor. So I we help, um, like including myself, we help students uh, revise their resumes. Okay. And we help them like set up uh, mock interviews, uh, student resume reviews with Mr. Villanueva. And we also, um, like I also currently, I'm also opening like job postings. So like the job postings that students are able to see on Career Connection, um, like I'm able to like open them and close them as well. So like, Whatever the students view there, um, it's because like I help take a part of that, and like I like it a lot. I do enjoy my job here at the university, and I I've been working since my freshman year of college, 
And like I had been working at HB previously. So like my first, second year, like half of my second year, I was working at HB. And it is a really like fast paced job. It's uh-huh. a completely different like environment from here. Like over there, you know, I was a cashier. So like I would spend like a lot of hours there, like working from like six to 12 hours sometimes yeah. a day. And it was a lot. So when I had the opportunity to work here, you know, like I, I took it and, and I like the environment here a lot better because like Mr. Bianama said, you know, you are able to like, as a student, you're able to, um, multitask more. Like yeah. you're able to like breathe more and like focus on your studies more. Cause over there, like it's really hype. Like it's really, um, fast paced and like over there you have to like, you know, like focus on your job more. And like, I feel that like, if you work outside of campus, like, like they make you like prioritize your job versus like it's supposed to be the other way around like you're supposed like as a student you're supposed to put your studies first yeah and like i can say that honestly like working here at the university like i could definitely do that now and like i, I can like focus on my studies so so thank you thank you um take take me back though to your first year and so mm-hmm. when you decided um were you working prior to enrolling at the university or, or yes you mm-hmm. were yes i was working um ever since my senior year of high school uh-huh. so with that um transitioning to college i was also working and trying to like balance school and work at the same time so and you know i, I hope it's okay for me to ask you this were you working just to sort of put money in your pocket were you working to help your family out because i mean if you look at like our student demographics a lot of our students come from sort of lower mm-hmm. and, and working class families a lot of them work to kind of help support the family and, and provide income into the family what was your situation i would say it was a little bit of both okay so um and also transitioning to like college you know like i also wanted that extra like cash um <laughs> yeah, college isn't yeah. Cheap, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was I would say it was both. It was both. Okay, excellent. Excellent. And so you know, you're working at HEB, you're beginning your first year. Did you think about, you know, working on campus? Um or do you think you had kind of settled into this routine of I'm working at HEB. Mm-hmm. I've got a job. I don't really need to look for another job at this point. Mm-hmm. I guess I did settle. I did settle my freshman year, and it wasn't until, like, I guess, like, I started, like, reflecting, like, on my grades. Like, mm-hmm. it did show, you know, like, I mean, I did, like, try my best, but um, as I was, like, pursuing, because I'm going into nursing. Okay. So, like, as I, you know, like, was transitioning into, like, my upper, like, level courses, um, like, I started realizing, like, no, like, I need more time to study, like, I need more, I need to focus more on my schoolwork, Mm -hmm. and I guess that's when it, um, it hit me, like, no, like, I need to stop, you know, like, just worrying about work, and I need to focus on my school more, so that's when I, um, got into, like, looking for, like, um, work-study jobs here on campus. And so going through that thought process, um, did you have conversations with your folks about that, about just, you know, maybe maybe I need to work somewhere else because I need to focus on my studies mm-hmm. because obviously nursing, you know, is one of the more competitive right degree plans and, and programs in, in the university. Mm-hmm. But did you have that conversation with your parents and, and what kind of advice, if you did, what kind of advice mm-hmm. did they give you? Yes, I did. And um, my mom, she just told me, you know what, like if, you know, your school does come first and, you know, at the end of the day, you need to prioritize your school. You can't just like focus on work the entire time, like in order to get to what you want, like you're not going to be at HB your entire life. So, like, in order to, like, get to what you want into nursing, you need to, like, get the grades. You need to focus on your school. And in order to do that, you need to prioritize. So if you need to, like, find a job on campus, you know, like, if that's the route you need to take, like, go for it. So she really did, you know, influence me. And so 
moving forward today, your student advisor, right? Mm -hmm. What are the conversations you have with students around work? Uh, do, do students worry about, like, I, I've got to make so much money because I've got to provide for the family? Or, or you know, what are those conversations like as a student advisor? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you're privy, you know, because I think students see you, they see a fellow student, mm -hmm. you obviously can relate to them with your own experiences. Mm -hmm. What are the kinds of conversations you're having with students? Um, I would say um, that is one of the things that does come up. And honestly, like what I just tell the students is like, I'm telling you, like what I'm telling you, what is coming out of this mouth, it's because of personal experience. Like I've been in your shoes. I know how it is like when you're trying to like transition from like an outside job to a work city job here on campus. And like, this is what I did. So like, if I could try to help you, like, you know, I'm basically just telling you like what, what I went through. So, um, yeah, like I just tell them like from like my personal life, like from like personal experiences yeah. basically. So that how was, from your personal experience, how was that transition? Was it easy to find a job? Did it take a while? Like if a student is worried, there's not that many, I'm only work study, I'm not work study. If a student's not work study, how difficult is it to find a job here on campus? For me, it honestly did take me a while. I would apply to certain um, jobs on campus and I would like, I wouldn't hear back from like supervisors. Um, until I actually, it's a funny story, because I actually came to Mr. Villanueva, yes. I remember, and I came and I asked him, like, sir, like, you know, like, I'm a student here, and I'm trying to, like, look for a job, and he did refer me to several supervisors to go and talk to, um, so I went to the department, and I, I turned in my resume, like, on, like, through our website, through Career Connection, and I also even, like, went in person, because he did tell me, you know, like, you want to make that good impression, you know, like, you want to stand out, so you also want to go ahead and take your your hard copy of your resume and show them, you know, show your face. That's how you stand out amongst the others. So I did that. And then um, I found, I went through Career Connection and I found out that Career Center was applying, was hiring a student. So I came to the source <laughs> and I did exactly what he told me to do um, to him. <laughs> and yeah, I got the job, thankfully. And, and, but yeah, it was a process. So that's what I told students, you know, you know, if you do apply and if you don't hear anything from supervisors, go in person make that good impression, make that first impression great, and you want to stand out. So go to the department, take them your resume, and hopefully you'll hear back. Wow, that's great advice. I don't think a lot of students are aware of that. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Vanova, what, sure. what are the conversations that you have with students? So students come in, see, students see you, and what are the conversations they have with you, and, and what kind of advice do you give students? Definitely, thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, I was reflecting on one of the biggest triggers that I see most students that want to transition from a, um, a job outside campus to inside campus is their grades. And so um, one, of the, one of the recommendations that I have is, hey, have you considered a job on campus? Mm -hmm. By the way, there's over roughly around 2,000 job opportunities for students here on campus. And, and, there, and there are several levels, right? There's a work-study opportunity internship uh, um, positions, mm -hmm. part-time direct wage opportunity or positions, and uh, SEI with the Student Employment Initiative uh, opportunity and position. So uh, there's a, a lot of opportunity for students here, but what my advice to most students is when you're applying for an opportunity here on campus, mm -hmm. start the first day of the first week of each semester. Um, because after the second or third week of uh, the semester, the percentages of you getting an opportunity here on campus dramatically decrease. For the simple reason that most students are already applying for these positions already. And so you have a lot more 
um, you know, a lot more students applying for these opportunities. So um, you're, you're, you're gauged by uh, other students with maybe similar skill sets and experiences. So uh, it's a lot tougher. That's why I say students, you know, maybe even the last week of the previous semester start applying for opportunities. And the other thing is we do have all our positions posted on one uh, website or application, which is a career connection. Uh, what I tell students is when you're applying for an opportunity, you want to uh, log into the career connection and look at positions in the morning mm -hmm. and in the afternoon until you find a job. Continue to do that because some departments open opportunity for three days. Yeah. And by the way, uh, you know, we could tell when we log into the system when that student has logged in or lo have not logged in. You know, I get some calls where, you know, I haven't seen any positions. And then when I look at, we well, haven't logged in for the past 10 days. Yeah. So obviously you're not going to find an opportunity. So that's why I say every day uh, in the morning, in the afternoon, look for an opportunity until you find one. And, you know, based on just because uh, the percentages of you finding a job at the beginning of the semester, that doesn't mean you stop looking because students are quitting all the time or yeah. because of, you know, academics or schedule or family issues they may have, students are quitting. So, uh, you know, start, continue to look until that opportunity presents itself and you get that interview. Um, if you look at and I'm gonna throw numbers here. According to NACE, National Associated College of Employers, most opportunities to find uh, or find a job is based on networking, is building your relationship with that recruiter. Uh -huh. uh, so important that you, that this is what I tell students, go, go to that department and introduce yourself. Do a handshake. Yes, they're gonna tell you to apply online, but you're building that relationship with here so they can attach a face to the resume. Yeah, and and because most students won't do that. Whatever you want uh, in life is outside your comfort zone, and that's why I tell you that's very uncomfortable for a lot of students. For I mean, for everybody. Yeah. But but if you're doing that, you're you're pursuing your dream and pursuing your goals, and one of them is to find a job here on campus. Mm -hmm. That's great advice, and and I know working with first year students, I know we have conversations about that, um, and and just in the little that you've said, uh, I think. There's a lot there, a lot to unpack. Um, what I want to start with is you talked about some of the different opportunities. You talked about direct wage. You talked about um, SCI. I SCI. Think. Student. Um, I think a lot of students maybe don't understand the process, and so sure. they come in and they say, well, I'm work-study, or I'm not work-study, so I can't get a job on campus. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about how that works. So, yes, yeah, so work-study is a government program. Mm -hmm. You do have to qualify one of the criteria is that your work study, you're already receiving work study uh, grant. Yeah. Um, you do have to apply, uh, I'm sorry, uh, financial aid. The first criteria is uh, receiving financial aid, but you do have to apply for the work study uh, program as well. Um, so uh, Stephanie Ocon, she's the uh, financial aid coordinator for the work study program. And uh, she may be able to maybe email her, give her some insight as to uh, you're looking for an opportunity as a work study intern, um, and then applying accordingly. And she'll she'll look she'll go into your profile and see if you qualify or don't qualify. But the first criteria is that you have to be receiving financial aid. Um, and a lot of, a lot of students confuse the two from work study to part time, yeah. and there are two different uh, perspectives. 
uh, as a work study, um, how you know you qualify, because a lot of students think, well, I'm a work study, and I said, well, how do you know? I said, well, I received financial aid, and well, not necessarily. And how you know, how I tell students to do is you go to my UTRGV, my UTRGV uh, portal, you log in, uh, you log in to assist, um, you go into the financial aid tab, and one of the tabs says awarded, mm -hmm. and it'll say work study with an amount. Um, and if it says work study with an amount, it's usually about $2,000. That doesn't mean those $2,000 are yours. That just means that you are qualified for a work study and you got to find an opportunity. And the monies are, are, are paid through that, uh, that account. Um, most students have one month to find a job, work study. Interns have a job to find an opportunity. Once that month passes, they haven't found one. Uh, all the that money's transferred to students in a waiting list. Okay. So and then they have another uh, month for, to find an opportunity, and so forth. So those monies, uh, you know, are there for students to find an opportunity. But you still have to do the legwork and find that opportunity. You still gotta shake hands and apply for opportunities. Uh, get out there. And get out there. Yeah, and, and network and make the connections. Okay, so if, if a student is in a awarded work study, sure. there are still opportunities. Yes, so those are part-time and direct wage. Okay. Um, not as many as a work study, but there's still an opportunity to find, a, you know, like a tutoring position or office clerk position. Uh, and the other perspective is the SEI, uh, Student Employment Initiative, uh, which is based out of our career center under Misana um, uh, Perez and I think Luisana. Mm -hmm. is, is leading the charge on that. Um, to apply for that, I believe you have to send your email. Mm -hmm. They'll look you up and qualify you for... Uh, and have, like, 15 credit hours. Yes, and then there's some qualifiers for that. Okay. Minimum GPA of 3.0. Oh, okay. And yet, it, I believe, um, that's the 90 credit hours. Okay. Before, before, they're, before. Yeah, before mm -hmm. they're a senior. Uh, so once they qualify for that, then they can apply for the uh, SEI. Uh, program as well. So it sounds like there are opportunities for all. Oh, yes. Yes. Those that are willing to to apply themselves and be, you know, do the grunt work, though. But you do have to put some time into finding an opportunity. And specific, specifically, as well as those students that are about to graduate to look for an opportunity, because all, all research tells us it takes six months to a year to find an opportunity, a good job. Yeah. So you got to put the time. And this is why I recommend going back to uh, to a freshman, going back to developing a resume as a freshman and updating it every year, so you don't have to worry about your resume once you're about to graduate. Yeah, and 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 that's what I what I tell students all the time: you develop your resume as a freshman, update it every year. Yeah, don't worry about it as a senior. You got other things to worry about: right? <laughs> pay back your loans, pay <laughs> graduating, and all that. Yeah, uh, a resume shouldn't be one of that. One of the issues that you have to worry about. So, um, you know, I, I, in talking with, you know, some of my students, my students feel like, uh, I think initially they come in and they think I'm going to go to college, sure. I'm going to graduate, get a degree and I'm going to find a job. Right. Um, and, and that the job is almost guaranteed. Yeah. Right. But I think lost in that conversation or absent is, I think what you've said, uh, uh the networking, getting out there. Sure. Um, one, I, I think you've, you've touched on the importance of networking, mm -hmm. but two, you know, and I wanted to get your take on this. Should students, you know, I'm a freshman, I'm a sophomore in college. 
should I begin to look for work opportunities that might yes. that, that might be um, in a field similar to what I hope to do? Or, um, I mean, what kinds of advice would you give students? Like in terms of, can we encourage students to be a little selective about work? Sure. Um, well, and one of the one of the perspectives that I think students should think about is an internship. Mm -hmm. um, whatever path they choose, doing an internship will give them. Um, a fresh perspective as to day-to-day -day operation. Do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. You know, and an internship will give you that. Yeah, for example, I had a student a few years ago uh, want to go in the medical field, did an internship, and couldn't stand the sight of blood. <laughs> and so had she not gone through that perspective and that, you know, interaction, she would never have probably graduated and say, oh, man, I can't do this. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. So those are things that I think that's what an internship will do. Give you day-to-day -day perspective as to do I really want to pursue this path. Yeah. And that's what an internship, that's why I highly recommend for all students to do an internship. At least how, one. Do, how do students get an internship? Is it well, hard? Do they have to apply? Is there somewhere where they can look for internships? Yes. We do have an internship coordinator. His name is Jack Koffel. Um He's uh, housed at the Edinburgh uh, campus. Um, so he directly works for students that are looking for internship opportunities, whether they be on campus or off campus. Um, we do have uh, recruiters that come here and do info sessions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what most, and this is what I see a lot, a lot of these recruiters want to start off uh, providing an, uh, an internship to hopefully in the near future transition those potential, uh, you know, internships into full-time positions. Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of an interview, if yeah. you will, for the next mm -hmm. three, four months mm -hmm. to see if you could do that type of work and see if you transition into full-time opportunity. Yeah. Because I've heard that. Your, your, your chances of getting a full-time job increase dramatically by doing just an internship, given mm -hmm. uh, organization or company. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I don't I, I don't see too many and, and and obviously I'm I'm not well versed in with all of the programs on campus but I know you look at like a college of ed and so I think sure. beginning there once they begin their education courses they'll go out into a school and sort of get that sense right do yes. I really want to do this do I like being around kids um, but it but it sounds like it's crucial for especially regardless of the degree regardless of your major to see right to get out there and, yeah. and maybe get a little taste of that experience and just yeah. to see Am I going to enjoy doing this? Mm -hmm. yes. I, do I see myself doing this five, ten years from now? Um, wow. Okay. Um, in terms of the internships, are there are there a lot of internships available to students? You know, they're very limited. I'm not going to tell you that they are. But those that, again, that apply themselves, that, uh, you know, they're outside their comfort zone because, again, they're doing the legwork. They're connecting. This is why it's so important that all our students go to our job fairs, mm -hmm. go to these info sessions. Because believe it or not, um, when those students that do interact, those recruiters remember students yeah. mm -hmm. that have interacted with them, that ask the hard questions, you know. I tell students all the time, yes, introduce yourself to that given recruiter, but also start talking about uh, asking that recruiter how he started his career path. Because believe it or not, Mr. Dr. Salir, uh, most people like to talk about themselves, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So utilize that into your favor, and that's how you build that chemistry with that recruiter. Yeah. Building that, that conversation with that recruiter and, 
and then uh, you know and it's impactful you yeah, know for yeah. for not only the recruiter for for students because they learn a lot they'll they'll engage in that learning as well because that's what that's what it's all about is making that connection building that chemistry with that recruiter to see if there's an opportunity in the near future mm-hmm. can I also go ahead and add to that um, yeah. We also have the all-in internship. Yes. With um, the coordinator is Andrea Torres, and she's here in the Brownsville campus. Okay. And that opportunity is for juniors and seniors. So especially since like they're like about to like get ready to like graduate and stuff, um, we do have that program for them, and um, so they can go ahead and contact Andrea Torres. And um, I believe like the requirements are, we need to be a junior and senior, and I believe like it's a paid internship, so that's good. It's a win-win because you get paid like minimum ten dollars an hour. Yeah. For twenty weeks, I believe. No, 15 weeks, I think. Um, but, yeah, like, that's a good opportunity as well for students to to take a part of. The, the only drawback with the all-in, it's only in the Brownsville area. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sadly, <laughs> hopefully we can expand it. We'll get all the, uh, you know, the, the Edinburgh and McAllen, and hopefully they see how successful this program is and, and expand the, the opportunity for interns. And, again, this, again, it, it, it builds that, that, skill set for our students mm-hmm. and the skill set is you know the experience and see if that opportunity and that workload um, because surprisingly uh, I'm telling you because as recruiters and some of the departments are recruiters that hired our interns are really shocked at the skill set of our students you know they could build reports excel spreadsheets they can do mass marketing they can do social media platforms they can do an array of things and it really shocking to the for some of these recruiters to say wow i didn't realize that uh, university students have that skill set and have mastered that skill set and maybe help us in their day-to-day operation so i've heard those kind of conversations with recruiters that's great yes yeah um do you have any any other questions i i guess you know again thank you all but and just to close um, maybe from both of you, uh, sure. what advice, you know, uh, one or two pieces of advice that you'd give to students, you know, maybe the students that are currently struggling with an off-campus job mm-hmm. and, and looking to transition out, mm-hmm. um, and then what, what sorts of, of skills or, or things should they be thinking about as they're looking at working? Mm-hmm. I would say um, definitely prioritize your time and also think, like, if you're working, like, in an outside um, job like think like you're not you're not always going to be there like yeah. you're not that's not what you're going for towards your major so if you need to like leave that job you know get a job on campus work study direct wage to like focus on your job and also to like get a job that's like similar to your like field of study like go ahead and do it yeah. don't give up like I know like it took me a while but I mean yet I never gave up like go to your sources go to make that first impression yeah go to those different um, departments and and basically just yeah set a good impression and and take your resume never give up okay awesome i think for me what one of the things is have the right attitude when you're looking for an opportunity Uh, don't don't take it as a challenge also maybe do some interviewing because that experience as for interviews with with departments here on campus will develop your skill set as well the interaction the questions you may get during the interview because you want to make your mistakes at the university. Yeah. Because you don't want to make your mistakes outside the university, you know, with your boss, mm-hmm. you know, in a full-time position. So make your mistakes. That's okay. You, you, you're you okay if you make mistakes here at the university. Learn from them. Don't make them again, but learn from that, that mistake and go forward. 
Um, again, she talked about a little bit, don't giving up. Uh, I had a student, I, I had to say this, uh, that was looking for an opportunity on campus. And mind you, this gentleman, it took him two years to find a job on campus and he found it. And persistence, so I, I recommend as students be persistent in looking for an opportunity, shake a lot of hands, do a lot of introductions, uh, but you know, don't give up. Do what others will not do to get what you want. And, and that one, that big one is to you know, uh, stay off your comfort zone. Again, if you're comfort if comfortable, you're not pursuing your dream. And if you're looking for a campus job, you gotta shake a lot of hands, you gotta do the legwork, you gotta be engaged. And also, you know, join organizations here on campus. This, this is going to help you develop that networking. Because I see students struggling with that. Yeah. Interacting with others and what do I do? How do I introduce myself? Well, that comes with practice and time. Yeah. And interacting with others. And I think that that's going to help you develop that skill set. Uh, and it'll help you in the near future as well as your future goals. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Thank, thank, thank Kimberly. you, Kimberly. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Thank Thank you though, for those of you that are tuning in. Uh, I hope uh, this podcast and particular topic, four-letter word work, was, uh, was helpful to you. I know it was very informative to me and will inform um, the kind of work I do with my students and, and what, I, what I share with them in class. Uh, so tune in next time with, uh, with us here at the First Year Experience Podcast. See you later.